Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, Summoning the Prisoner. Rudy needed a specialist. The guards searched for one, but they could not find anyone for the job. Then Rudy remembered Walter. They had only met once and had not seen each other in years. But Walter was someone that you did not forget. Back then, Walter had snuck into Rudy's prison, looking for his friends. He had been caught. But Rudy had been impressed by Walter's audacity and chose not to take any further action. Thank God he did. Otherwise, Walter would not be available to help Rudy now. Though Rudy admired Walter, he was certain the feeling was not mutual. Walter likely never wanted to hear Rudy's name again, let alone help him. But then again, Walter was audacious. Rudy rose to his feet when the guards brought Walter into the room. Rudy had prepared himself for this moment, but found himself at a loss for words. The men stood in silence, briefly looking at each other. Then they got down to business. The two men spoke for a long time that day. As Walter rose at the end of the meeting, he told Rudy, I will see you tomorrow. Walter was true to his word, visiting Rudy a final time with a gift that brought Rudy to his knees and led him to weep. Five days later, Rudy found himself in his old office. He asked the guards for a cup of coffee before joining them to see the gallows that had been especially erected for one prisoner. While Rudy was far from his homeland, he knew well his former prison camp. He walked up to the gallows, and as the sentence was read, the hangman placed the noose around Rudy's neck. For he was no longer the commandant, but a notorious prisoner sentenced to death. On Good Friday, Rudy made the request for a priest to come and hear his confession before his execution. Incredibly, the guards did everything in their power to secure a priest who spoke German, but were unsuccessful. That is when Rudy remembered Father Vladislav Lone. Seven years ago, the Gestapo had arrested a community of Jesuit priests in Krakow, all except their superior who was absent at the time. When Father Lone, the superior, discovered what happened, he decided to sneak into the dreaded Auschwitz concentration camp to find the priests because he needed to be with his brothers. He was caught in the camp and brought to Rudy. Much to the guard's surprise, Rudy released Father Lone making Father Lone the sole survivor of the Jesuit community. It is this priest who now came and heard Rudy's confession 
and the following day gave him Holy Communion. Following his death, a letter written by Rudy was published in which he wrote, In the solitude of my prison cell, I have come to the bitter recognition I caused unspeakable suffering, but the Lord forgave me. This is the final chapter of the life of a man who grew up in a devout Catholic home and at one point discerned a vocation to the priesthood, but chose a life which led him to be personally responsible for the deaths of millions. And yet neither God nor Father alone closed the door of mercy to him at his hour of need. The man, known as the Butcher of Auschwitz, Rudolf Huss. And for this week, that's the word. I want to give a big shout out to one of my priest friends, Father Brian. I heard him speak about this story in one of his homilies. And so I told him that I wanted to use this as a story for my podcast. And so he graciously shared with me an article that got the research going for us. And so while he technically did not suggest this as a story, he definitely helped us in the right direction of making this story possible on our podcast. So thank you, Father Brian, and may you continue the good work in your ministry. And if you want to be like Father Brian and suggest stories without suggesting stories, you can go to thunderrock.org. We have some other listener-suggested stories coming up, and we're very excited about these as these are stories that some of them, like this one, we've never heard before. John Peter, what's fascinating is where the guards found Father Lone. They found him at the Shrine of Divine Mercy in Krakow. He was a chaplain to one of the religious sisters. But that just is so providential that Rudy Rudolph, who needed God's mercy, God provided someone who was at the Shrine of Divine Mercy. It's a providential thing. It's equally amazing because the devotion to Divine Mercy was not that old at this point. Yes, because St. Faustina died only a few years before World War II. So this is less than 10 years after her death. And she, for those who don't know the devotion to Divine Mercy, she was the one to whom our Lord appeared and presented this devotion that is now approved for the whole church. In fact, it wasn't without controversy at the time even. In 1959, the image actually was banned, partially because of some confusion arising from the image. Some Polish priests were preaching about how the white and the red represented the Polish flag in the rays, and that was just something that you can't do. You can't have national devotions or devotions that are tied to nations. That's not a real thing in the church. And of course, we know that the correct interpretation of the image is that the white and the red are the blood and the water that poured out of Christ's um, body upon his death. Am I correct on that? Let's verify that. Let's verify that. I don't know. <laughs> I know the red is his blood. But now as I say the white, what is it? Yep. Yes, I got it. <laughs> So anyway, yes, the red and the white symbolize Christ's blood and water that poured out 
you know, after his death on the cross when he was pierced in the side with a lance. It must be mentioned the heroism of Father Lone. His brother priests were tortured and were killed under the Nazis. And here is somebody who is the face of that horror, the butcher of Auschwitz, and you are going to willingly go before him and hear his confession and give him Holy Communion. It's just a profound witness and a testament to Father Walter's faith in God and the sacraments and his deep trust in the Lord's providence and mercy. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, Summoning the Prisoner, at thunderrock.org, where you can see pictures of Father Lone and of Rudolf Hus. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.